Hello, hello. How long gone is here? Today is your Monday, Monday morning ritual. <laughs> How do you get your day started? Actually, coffee kind of upsets my stomach, so I've started to drink oolong. <laughs> I only take oolong in the form of edible gummies. Shout out to Rose. You guys rock. Shout out to my homegirl, Noonchi. You're always gelatinizing Are things. Are you talking about Lil Noonchi? Not Lil Noonchi. Oh, okay. okay. Noonchi... She makes those those gelatin cakes and little oh, things like that. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen it's that. It's a trending object. I love cakes that jiggle. <laughs> it's kind of what I... In my dessert, if my dessert don't jiggle, I ain't putting a four-gore spoon in Which it. Which seems um, uncharacteristic for you and your sensibilities. No, I'm kidding. I would prefer my dessert be hard as a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more into peanut brittles and, yeah. you know, kind <laughs> of uh, jawbreakers. Jawbreaker. If it's not going to possibly force me to lose a tooth and have emergency surgery, that's pussy shit. I need to have cosmetic dental work <laughs> yeah. after my dessert course. Or tiramisu, that's soft. <laughs> no. We don't do that. Okay, so no chawanmushis, no, nothing like no, that. No, 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 no. And no chantilly cream. I would eat an ice cream, but it needs to be deeply frozen in a way that it is it is it is bad and it's it does have freezer burn <laughs> if i'm gonna if i'm gonna ingest any ice cream i'm gonna need it to be deeply frozen deeply frozen and i mean this needs to come from the garage sub-zero you okay. know what i mean this ain't coming from the the house fridge and it would be good if the the drive home from the kroger's to mm-hmm. to your house mm-hmm. was very long and windy so we want that ice cream to be completely liquid That's when right. it arrives at your house, maybe almost warm. Yeah, and, and then re- you, and yeah. then you put it in the freezer to kind of that way it destroy takes all on the crystals. a twisted shape as well, mm-hmm. kind of looking like the surface of the moon. <laughs> you know, the surface of the moon. I have some special hard spoons for desserts like that. Mm-hmm. They're a little, they're shaped a little differently. So you can your get- laguli chisel. Yes, exactly. It's more of like a, it's more of what you use when you're doing a free solo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're kind of like. It really the, grips the, the Snow Peak ice pick. Exactly, it really grips the Craig's vegan after it's been frozen and, and when, when you're up there at Craig's, you need something you can trust. hundred <laughs> percent. I can't go in there with some off-brand tools. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's um. How do we start talking about dessert? I don't even fuck. Uh, your your edibles. Your edibles because you're high as hell drinking a coffee and a ice cold liqueur. I'm not high yet. I just ate one edible. It's only five milligrams. It seemed like you ate two. Two is 2.5 each so you put them together it's a boba one is boba flavor one is oolong flavor you put them together it tastes Mm -hmm. like oolong boba Mm -hmm. if you close your eyes and you know take Mm -hmm. mushrooms you can kind of get there Mm -hmm. but that's only five milligrams and nowadays for me that's not really blowing the sails you're you're saying your tolerance is is gotten so high that this stuff is barely affecting you and your mental state I'm saying that my tolerance has not gotten so high. My tolerance was so low I that I have now achieved just the normal, normal tolerance level of most casual smokers. Big big adults. Yeah. But I mean, I don't want to go past this level of tolerance, though, because then at a certain... You know, what, it doesn't end. You know this. Yeah, I know. This is going to get tough for you, Chief, because, you know, all, the marijuana is just too available. I know, but I think luckily... Jason has a Jason has a brand of pre rolls called Loud Pack, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's not even that loud. <laughs> There's no way it's that loud. 
I mean, how loud is loud for you? Because I mean, you're you don't because when you were buying weed, you weren't checking the statistics on like the THC percentage. Were no, you? Beca- no, because it was cool back then. I know, I you know. just the guy would come over and he'd have ten jars with ten different names, and you'd pick the coolest names. But you would have to just take someone's word for the level of loud. And yeah, you but can, I mean, I, I, you can eyeball perp, of course. But yeah, when I would when I see the hairs growing off that shit, because I would usually pull out my microscope when the dealer would come over. <laughs> Break off a little nug, kind of throw it under the plate, give mm-hmm. it, a, you know, give it a kind of a look. See, like I was inspecting a beautiful diamond, flawless diamond. You pull, know I mean? pull out your cookies jeweler's loop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The yeah. It's, it, was, it had a very cool look to it. It was a little over designed for some people. Just a lanyard that I would keep it on. You know what I mean? It was kind of was a little too much for some people, but it served the great purpose of of kind of inspecting the nug. At a level which the human eye couldn't see alone. Someone needs to be able to... I mean, you know when you're doing like a wine tasting? I'm at a raw wine festival. And I can't drink all of these meads and ciders and... and Not the meads. And pet gnats. <laughs> with, or else I'll get, I'll get cross-eyed drunk and yeah. I won't be able to network. Yeah, and if, yeah, if you can't network with the sommeliers from all around the world, what's the point? I won't be able to write it off at that's the end of the, the year. Yeah, no, that's right, of course. Uncle Sam knows when I'm not networking... And when I'm writing those non non off, but you you have the spit bucket, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which always seemed insane to me mm-hmm. as insa- a as an alcoholic. Well, it seems insane to me too. But what other option do you have if you're not swallowing it? What do you do? <laughs> spit it into someone else's mouth? There is no other option. But it, you know, me coming from a from a time where like I would never leave any food on the plate, or like if we I go, know to- you're the kind of guy that the table next to you leaves the fries. You, you give a look to the left and a look to the right. No one's going to catch you. Take a little handful. Yeah, my over your baby plate. TJ's first words were, "You gonna eat that? <laughs> uh, you done? <laughs> you gonna, you gonna yeah." So that I would never like if I went to a restaurant as a kid, I'd be so excited. I would never leave anything. Sure, sure, I sure. Would, it was. It would just. I'd be licking the wrapper, mm-hmm. wrapping. When paper. you were hitting Red Robin with the fam, mm-hmm. there's no tomato left. On that plate. No shred of lettuce left unturned. It's all inside of me. But the same thing with wine. I'm like, this is some good-ass wine. But but I'm saying for weed, do you smoke it and then not inhale? Is that the version of the spit bucket if you want to sample? I guess that's the only I guess that's the only way. But then if you don't inhale, you're only tasting it. So you're not even able to test how high it's getting you. You're tasting it with your mouth, but not with your soul. Exactly. And it, weed needs to be full tongue licked <laughs> with, the, with the soul. You know what I mean? To get to get the soul. Because otherwise, we... I mean, honestly, like, it's just like anything else. I don't believe you. It's like Fidelity audio dorks. I'm like, you don't hear a difference, loser. Mm-hmm. You spent $10,000 on these OHA speakers for your Hamptons house, mm-hmm. and you put on the Chet Baker vinyl. <laughs> okay, good luck. Through the Crosley turntable? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good luck with that. It's but, got- <laughs> Yeah, good luck. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you do, bro. But it's the same thing. Like, you're telling me you can smoke three joints, and you're tasting the difference? I don't believe it. I I don't believe it. There's no way. We're calling B fucking ass on that. We're calling BS on somebody being able to tell the difference between the cookies and cream and the gelato. They're both dessert. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Um, okay, so we've what did we do this week? I have some notes, but should we get should we do a little restaurant talk? I first? think we got to jump right in because we had an experience that has to be discussed in this podcast, and it's it's um it's something that's been kind of eating away at both of us. I think for the last. You know, since since the incident, we had our um, our our biweekly toxic gentlemen's dining experience. That's right. Where four to six 
dudes eat uh, deep fried squash blossoms <laughs> and say the equivalent of smell my finger for, for four and a half hours as the, as the it, wine decants. Yeah, yeah. Distance. And it's, and it's, there's honestly, as someone who doesn't get to spend that much time in the locker room, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice for me, you know, to settle it's, in. It's more than nice, it's essential. It's necessary for us. Mm-hmm. So, the usual murderer's row. You got to water the the weeds in the garden sometimes no, too. You know? Exactly. You can't just water <laughs> the beautiful plants. Mm-mm, mm-mm. The weeds need it too. Mm-hmm. So we gathered for a a six thirty p.m. dinner at Mother Wolf, mm-hmm. and it was Jason, mm-hmm. myself, Uncle Polly, Al Wilmot, and Davide. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is this is there's four guys that eat and me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Four guys that drink and me. Mm-hmm. Four guys that want to talk too much to the server and me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's kind of that's the vibe. I'm happy to be there. It allows me to take a back seat and build with my bros and enjoy kind of a bad boy carb because it is the best pizza in LA for that style. I, I would say one thing that where because you just main, named all of the ways yep. that you're different from the main group. Yes, in a negative way, perhaps. No, no, well, just, maybe not. But what I what the one through line I was also seeing is that. It makes you look like the nicest guy at the table. That's right. Which is not, it's not unusual. You're never mean at a restaurant. You're never mean to a server. You I don't never bark. Have a- I don't bark for the Amaro cart, though. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It's a, little, it's, a, it's a little different. Yeah, but the, and it's not because the other people are necessarily mean people, but they're people who own restaurants. They're too experienced. Work in restaurants. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like server person. You don't have to talk to me. Like a layman, like a like mm. a custy, I'm I'm one of I you am of this world. And if and if you were in my house, you would be taking orders from me, not the other way around, right. kind of thing. So there's if a little. Want a de- if you want delicious cold cuts on bread, you know where to fucking come, loser. You know. So so Chris is somebody who might have a persona that might be a little prickly, or you know, but not when it comes to this the, the service when, team you, yeah, yeah i agree with that they, agree they with deserve that. My, the utmost respect because that job is truly harder than anything i've done in my pathetic life mm-hmm. and i recognize that every time i step into a dining establishment especially one of that caliber the contrast makes you appear almost angelic with uh with how selfless you are with well your food i'm requests. also you guys you know you guys take a cigarette break between every course <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a little bit. It's a tough table to deal with. You mean before or after the secondi? <laughs> yeah, before, after, during. Even <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but the 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 crux of the story is not just that we gathered with our bros to break literal bread, mm-hmm. but that we were treated like tourists <laughs> in our own city. We were basically we were basically taken to the motherfucking dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. Like we had just left Universal City Walk and had walked in here for dinner by accident. This is a little bit of horses syndrome 1.0. It's so we're we're at Mother Wolf. We 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 we've been there. All of us have been there multiple times. We know what we want. And multiple bo- people who work there are coming over to the table, yes. kissing each other. You know, yeah. double cheek kiss. Yes, asking how your kids are in yeah. Italian. Yeah, you know, there's Italian being spoken. Once that happens, I check out. You would think that you were in a good place. I check out. So a member of our party mentions the wine that he usually gets here, mm-hmm. which runs approximately ninety to one hundred dollars per bottle. Mm-hmm. I'm not aware of what this wine is. I'm not clear on the region. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the sommelier, the the what I've been taught since this incident happened to me, since we were 
taken, mm-hmm. <laughs> are, we were victimized, mm-hmm. is that if the bottle of wine that you request is not available, the sommelier is able to request a bottle that is more expensive, but only up to six or seven five dollars more expensive, or it's considered uncouth, mm-hmm. rude, and possibly a, a obvious upsell. Yes, you can. You want to stay in that same price range, even if it's like, hey, I actually have a great bottle. It's a little bit cheaper. This one's yeah. only seventy eight. I think it's just as good. That's a welcome, uh, welcome yeah, that's, offering. That's nice. But if the bottle goes for you know eighty five, you wanna, you don't want to exceed any more than double that. Yeah. Is sort of the which makes sense. That the, may, the as, as, a, rule. as a rule, I'd never heard before. It did, it did logically compute yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, we we go about the dinner. You guys are drinking martinis. There's a a bottle of wine is ordered. Mm-hmm. Then that wine was so it's been good. Decanted. That wine is so good. Let's get another bottle. Well, because we got we got five people there, four of them drinkers and big guys. Yeah, f- you know, four guys who are over two hundred pounds looking to go in. And a bottle of wine with a proper pour is like four glass. You know, it's yeah. like a glass each, basically. Yeah. So we're getting we're for getting- listeners at home. The bottle was a R Pepe A R P E P E. Uh-huh. The uh, Sassella Roche Rosse. It's not the Pepe's fault. The Reserva 2005. And okay. it's a very nice bottle a of wine. 2005 vintage. Jason says it's delicious. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. And it had we- the color of when you piece of blood. You know what I mean? <laughs> you get punched in the kidney. Uh, and it was, you know, we had a great time. Um, heard some amazing stories about, about actor James Conn. Rest, may he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And. Then, you know, we're finishing up. Of course, I'm... Unfor- Maybe the coolest story I've ever heard in my life. One of the coolest stories I've ever heard in my life. I was dipping my spoon into the last piece of the galette, and mm-hmm. Jason... The Santa Rosa plum. Oh, J- Jason baby. is scrolling on his phone, you know, and he, I see his eyes, his beautiful brown eyes light up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it didn't seem good. <laughs> it didn't seem like, oh, I got a Zell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I it, had a push notification on my phone and it wasn't a deposit has been made into your business checking. It was the opposite of that. Even. It was not like, hey, them jeans, wondering if you'd like to headline Coachella this year. <laughs> uh, it was it was not a funny. Bill it, Maher wants you to do panel this week. He said, he said you, you know what? I'm going out of town. I'm going to Jamaica with my chick. You might filling in. Jason. And then Jason turns the phone to me. And it's an it's a alert from our friends at American Express mm-hmm. showing us that the we were just charged $350 each for dinner. And and it started out <laughs> like all forest fires do with just a spark. And I was sort of uh it, it, I threw the cigarette butt out the window onto the center of the freeway. Yeah. And everyone's like, "What are you doing? That's crazy." I'm like, this is, it's no big deal. And I'm like, guys, this is kind of a big deal. I just threw, it's a hot, it's, There's this could turn trees. into a forest fire. And they're like, you're a pussy. Don't worry about it. It's not going to do anything. So I'm, I'm initially, I'm the cheapskate. Well, not ooh, initially, ooh. that's always, but in this case, especially you're dealing with guys who really don't care in a way that is negative to our lives. Mm-hmm. You're the most, as far I'm the, the nicest, <laughs> you're the most responsible at this table by far. I was I was the first person who was brave enough to point out the sticker shock of my push notification. Well, I, I, I don't like, have those set for this exact reason because I don't want my night ruined by knowing <laughs> how much I'm spending. That's that's mm-hmm. that's a that's, that's a, a good w- point. One hundred one. That's a post and ghost logic. That's a post and ghost logic. So then it starts to trickle, swipe and wipe. It starts from to the brain. trickle in that like wait a second, five times three. Oh, what the fuck happened? How did this happen? 
And then we look at the uh, CVS style receipt. So yeah, I mean, I that's, like, that's I, without tax and tip. So with tax, tax and tip, it's four hundred. Four hundred plus. I'm looking. I'm bucks. looking like Floyd Mayweather at excess on this shit. I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> like I didn't know. So then, what so, about all this pineapple juice? <laughs> That shit was so expensive. I wouldn't have done that. And and so we start to calculate, and then and then, you know, uh, Davide takes out his reading glasses. You know what I mean? What is this? <laughs> and he's what pouring over the bill. We realize, no pun intended, that the bottle of wine went from ninety to three fifty mm-hmm. times two. I think it was three twenty. 32330 maybe. Okay. okay. So basically we had two bottles of wine that was about $640, <laughs> which as rich as you guys think we are and I'm not going to I'm not going to like argue with that, but I don't want to I don't want to be spending my money on a 2005 vintage especially as a non-drinker, but even the alcoholics at my dinner did not want to spend this either. So, so we had a we we feasted like kings, of course. We had a great meal. We enjoyed it all. I mean, the but, food is delicious. It's but good. you take the two bottles of wine and the the forty two ounce porterhouse bone in, which was far from rare, and we're 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 touching a we're touching a band at that point <laughs> on two bottles of wine and a steak, and we also have seventeen other things. On yeah, there the was CBS there was receipt. five pastas, five pizzas, you know, all the appetizers, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, so if we were just doing carnivore, if I was on my Peterson shit, yeah, it would be a band. Just, just that's it. If you were just on your red wine and steak, like I'm trying to die tonight. Mm-hmm. So, I had to run to see a, a show. Coin was playing the Palladium. My friend Ryan's a drummer, so I had to run. But I left you guys <laughs> at the valet, smoking cigarettes, looking like you had just lost a child. You know, everybody was a little like you were talking about earlier, how you come out of the sauna and you're like a little dazed uh-huh. and like don't know how to talk to people. That I've never seen specifically Paulie like that in my entire life because mm-hmm. it was there was an anger. But he started also, pulling a, a blade out of his <laughs> Air Force One. He said, "Hold on," <laughs> but it was it was also funny for some reason because it was so. Ab- uh, like, all you could do is laugh about it. All you it. could do is laugh. It's just so stupid that you're like, well, fuck it, whatever. Because man. we're not we're not gonna dispute gonna, the charge. You can't dispute the charge. Like you th- we all let this hey, happen. I noticed that you charged me six hundred forty dollars for this wine. Is there a way that it could be less, please? Yeah, like so the <laughs> because wine Because I think it's too the much. wine that we drank all of, I would like to figure out how to maybe put that back in the bottle, if you don't mind. <laughs> but then Polly so my, as I'm leaving, Polly's like we're we're gonna sit at this fucking table and finish mm. that wine until they until they bounce us out. We're of here. gonna make a meal out of this meal. Yeah. So there's a half a glass of wine left. How long were you guys able to hold the table down? We did a cute twenty of me <laughs> taking the smallest sips of this, and I was so full, I had no appetite. I didn't want the wine anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was like when you're at the restaurant and there's like, oh, there's still half a tin of caviar left, and you're just like begrudgingly eating it because it's four thousand dollars worth of caviar. Of course. You know? Same kind of thing where I'm not happy, they're not happy. There's there's parties and tables waiting to take that booth, and we were just taking our sweet sweet. Another, can we get another Voss? <laughs> yeah, let me get how many? Yeah, Pellegrino's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they finally. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I know you told me earlier. Where's the bathroom at? They did ask you to leave. They did ask us to leave. Yes, because we had been there to be fair for three and a half hours at that point. We were there. You went to go see the coin show, and I said, "I'm going. You're going to go see coin. I'm going to go see coin star." <laughs> yes, 
so I can figure out how to pay for all this fucking food. I forgot. All right, I got to hit Ralph's to see if they got a machine that's working. These things are broken all the time. It's like the ice cream machine at McDonald's. They're always broken. You know what I mean? I got a cup holder full of nickels. That's ready to make a dent in this. That's wine gonna bill. give me. That's gonna give me one one bottle of sparkling water at, at Mother Wolf. But that being said, <clears throat> I want to say that I'm upset and won't go back. But I'd go back next week, like an abusive partner. I'm like, I, I come I, back. It's it's so good. It really is. It's like I really like the food. And if I'm gonna eat bad boy shit like that and have to hear hip hop, mm-hmm. I love. I like it. Once bitten, twice shy. I and I've said it before recently. Of well, drinking wine now is a fool's errand. Mm-hmm. I'm it's old, over. Wine's over. I'm. Dr- <laughs> it is. It's over. We're back to classic canned beer mm-hmm. and martinis. Martini and beer covers every base that yeah. you would ever need. This wine shit, all you dorks that went all in on it, you're fucked now. <laughs> you made natural wine your personality. What are you gonna do? Other yeah, you're gonna get fat. You're gonna have hangover. What are you going to do? They don't have a punch card at Psychic Wines, so I don't know what you've been doing. You're going to have weird acne. It's going to do punch it, cards. Ravages your ravages your body. But I so I returned to the complex mm-hmm. for another meal. The complex at at because these restaurants are all next to there. You return to the heart of Hollywood. The heart of Hollywood to a restaurant called Me Ami. At that's that's a chef you know, I guess. Yeah, he used to have a restaurant downtown called Bon Temps. So it's a it's a French which is now Young Ban Society. Oh yes, of course, the worst restaurant name of all time. So I was I, look French food ain't my bag really, but mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let, let's check it out. It's new, and I gotta say, I loved it. Okay, how rich did you get with it? I didn't get that rich with it, but there was the the standout dish for me, which I wanted to talk to you about because I didn't really understand this. Aside from the bread and butter, which I'm assuming is the best, incredible, actually, really incredible bread mm-hmm. and butter. Uh, but there was a Japanese mackerel. Mm-hmm. kind of cold like almost like a french ceviche yes yes but it was super it was like pickled vegetables really light it was really i was hesitant i was like we're getting that and i'm like all right bitch you're a foodie now and then i was like it was the best thing it was the best thing i like my mackerel spanish yeah yeah i was just I after the war i don't i stopped eating japanese exactly mackerel. i didn't know what to expect but it was very good it was very good okay so it was light bright acidic exactly it lit your palate on fire it for lit the rest my palate on mf and fire it was very good well so it sounds like you didn't go to a actual french restaurant if they're serving well japanese alex had no alex had duck, crudo. so it doesn't get as much i mean that feels very was fun. it all orange or was it all a blood orange was it all a yuzu Duck no, all the there was some sort of berry. <laughs> berry, gooseberry. No, 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 no goose. But yeah, it was a, it was an, it was just a, and the, um, the server, mm-hmm. I like, really liked him. Oh, okay. Like I want to build, because he worked at Scarpetta in its heyday. Scarpetta, and I feel like he's got some great stories. Mm-hmm. Scarpetta, that they have a great. Uh, spaghetti marinara with a infused basil olive oil situation. Is it still open? I don't know. I don't think so. But they like the the was the that chef, restaurant owned by Danny Masterson and Ashton Kutcher? I don't know. Was it part of that whole thing? The chef was Scott Conan Conant. What does he do now? I think he was he was kind of like a Food Network like semi celebrity oh, okay, chef. Okay, but okay. he had this this pasta where it was like you 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 take olive oil in a pot like a good amount yeah. of it. And then you slowly heat basil leaves in it. Mm-hmm. 
So it like infuses it mm-hmm. with the basil, then you pull the basil out, and then you use that olive oil as a base to make this marinara with a bunch of mm. it's like a bunch of butter, a bunch of that oil. Sounds good as hell. It's really, really good, really but it's like that's kind of like the Rolls Royce of of spaghetti marinara kind of. Because of the infusion. Because the infusion, yeah, it's like it's it looks very unassuming and simple, but and then, then it's, it's bursting a, with f- with fat and flavor. Bursting, I fun love recipe it. to execute. Actually, damn, that's that's. I feel like we've t- I feel like you've told me about that before somehow because that seems. Also, I don't basil doesn't do much for me. Mm. Like I don't need that, but it sounds like because of the level of difficulty, I'm more interested in the execution. Yeah, uh, the basil just like a good just like Ringo Starr and the Beatles. You shouldn't notice. It shouldn't mm. stand out. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just there. It's part of it. It's just a four on the floor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, I'm, assuming. I'm, I'm sick of fucking eating. So <laughs> thank God I can go to Erewhon like a normal person tonight. <laughs> God, shit is exhausting. Um, yeah, I cooked dinner last night and it was a failure. And, and now the house smells like fish. And it smells a little funny here. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything because I love you. But what is the what what happened? Do you want to share? No, I, I made like a like a it's it's like a variation. It's actually from the Andy Baragani cookbook oh you can't flick it like baragani can you couldn't flick it like baragani <laughs> no it's like a it's like a spin on this vietnamese dish where you put um like white fish and you take a bunch of herbs like basil and mint yeah. and cilantro and a bunch of dill and you kind of By wrap way, it dill we gotta chill <laughs> there's too much dill on shit and i don't like it okay i don't like dill it's gross it's too much dill's not gross no it's not gross but it, it should be used it's, sparingly. it's being overused right now it's being overused, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a foodie. Baragani is to blame. Oh, is Baragani he'll behind say, He'll say, dill? cover it with heaping handfuls of dill. You can't have enough dill, you know what I mean? Oh, I just don't. It's not for me. I don't like pickles either, though, so maybe that's, you know, that's part of my... <laughs> so on, you're bro. saying, you're, you're, but it didn't work. No, I mean, some parts of it worked, some parts of it didn't. Was it edible? Yeah, yeah, it was edible, but it was just kind of like, I didn't nail it, and I and I know why. And and now I'm I'm reminded of my cooking failure every time I smell my house. You know it'll what I mean? It'll go away in probably 24 to 36 hours. It'll it'll eventually go away. But not only do I have to live with it, but I have to live with my girlfriend mm-hmm. letting me know that mm-hmm. the house smells like fish. And I'm sure I she was fish. able to let you know last night that it wasn't that good as well. She let me know that the <laughs> other parts. She let me know that the things of the dish that she did like. And then she let me know the thing that was awful. So she, oh, awful. Okay, so she led with the good stuff, and it wasn't like a soft landing on the bad. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you agree with her? I yeah, I don't disagree with her. Okay, but you maybe didn't need to hear that in your vulnerable moment as you're sweating and plating. That's right. Okay, that's right. <laughs> but it's also you know there's just so much um, energy and tension, especially if you're make like if I'm me a cis white male cooking. Vietnamese food for a Vietnamese person out of a cookbook that was written by a, an Iranian person. Yeah. They're going to be, you know, it's like me going to like an authentic taco restaurant deep in Oaxaca. And I'm like, all right, so I got this craft shredded cheese and then I just grill up this bomb ass carne asada and I got these mission tortillas. How hard is it, bro? And they're like, you you can just see them. I thought because of your, I thought because of your deep ties to multiple Asian communities that you had been taught by grandmothers and mothers, mm-hmm. you know, these dishes should come easy to you. 
But you're saying it was humbling. It well, was humbling. It, it was both good and bad because I'm I'm like I know what I'm good at and I sure. stick to that. Sure. And then I deviate from that, and then I fail, which then leads me to figure out why it failed. I learn a new skill, mm-hmm. and then I have the fire under my ass. So the next time I cook, it'll be good. That's good. That's what, I mean. Look, that's a great way to look at it. I'm, I'm glad trying. you're. I'm glad that you have so much free time to spend in the sauna to think about this because I know. <laughs> where this line of kind of thinking comes from. Uh-huh. It doesn't come from running around looking at decks like me. It comes around <laughs> from centering yourself mm-hmm. and understanding the path forward. And I'm proud of you for that. I put on my felt Russian sauna hat. <laughs> yes. And I, I pick a, a dot on the wall and I just stare at it. By the way, so I come over today to podcast and there's this freaky hat in my seat. <laughs> and I put it on because I look cool in it. And I'm like, what? what's going on with this? And you're like, oh, it's a felt Russian sauna hat. Mm-hmm. And I said, Emily Dawn Long better be fucking quaking in her fucking <laughs> oh. St. Laurent boots mm-hmm. because this shit is cool as hell. And it's $15 on Amazon. If you guys haven't seen this, it's a, you explain to me, it's a felt hat that kind of helps the heat leaving the head during a sauna session. Yeah, just Google Russian sauna hat and you'll see hundreds of them. Each one looks cooler than the last they all have fun embroidery on it of like a fat Russian guy mm-hmm. and it'll say like sauna boss mm-hmm. or like a hot blonde Russian bimbo like sponging herself and it'll say something like sexy hot room in mm-hmm. Russian. I don't know. But the logic is you have this felt on your head. It, it traps the heat escaping from your scalp. That's right. Which which cools you down in a way that you would drink a hot beverage on a hot day and it actually cools you down. And then it's also good for keeping the hair kind of moist and from from getting fried from all that very concerned with that so and also somebody pointed out because i have a bucket style hat it Mm. covers the eyes a little bit which could be damaging um the the red infrared light prolonged exposure to it to the eyeballs directly might you need to get some of those kind of 80s tanning bed Mm -hmm. sunglasses i've thought about it you gotta, but you'd have because you're not laying down. You just squint the whole time to keep them in. That'd be a fun exercise. <laughs> that seems like some shit you'd find find a way to like get into. Yeah, I got it. Really, is good for the this muscle right here. I was able to squint for a full hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was able. I, I cured cancer. I was. It was able, in that hour. I, I figured couldn't it stare out. at the dot on the wall because I was squinting too hard, but it did work in other ways. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, that Russian sauna hat, life-changing. Very cool, very cool accessory. And I could wear it if I want to do a Toro y style photo shoot. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's he plays a, with felts. Yeah, actually, I wonder, we should get him one. We should maybe make a custom one for him. Take it down to downtown, get him embroidered as a nice little gift. It was a, And it was another gift watching you wear this hat that I have just sweated. It was on your head. and Yeah, I don't really care about that. Good. I run clean. I shower daily. I wouldn't go that far. I would shower twice a day, so I'm a little cleaner. <laughs> it's true. Speaking of clean, I was I was looking at uh, Twitter, and there was no, there was a, a shoe that's made out of recycled dildos. Yeah, I, I reposted that. Um, I think that <laughs> is. Uh, I mean, it just looks like a Merrill. Mm-hmm. But I think it's. It looks like Skechers made the Kanye. I don't think it's slide I, I I I don't I, I smell bullshit no pun intended <laughs> I feel like it's just I feel like it's like recycled plastic didn't sound good enough 
Mm. So we said recycle dildos. How are they going to prove us? How are they going to prove it? And who? Um, and how are they gathered? Because w- if I have a dildo mm-hmm. in my possession and I want to get rid of it, I'm not going to put it in the recycling bin. I'm not going to take it to a place. You would. The, the I'm going to. Th- I'm going to put it in a dintai fung bag, roll it up tight, and throw oh, it in the I bottom just, of my I trash see, can. I feel like the amount of dildos I've seen on the street in my life, people just toss them out of the window of the car as they're driving. Actually. <laughs> So it feels anonymous like a gun after a shooting. Look, I live in Glendale, bro. I don't know what it's like over in your part of town. In my part of town, I don't think dildos ever get thrown away. I think they get used forever. But The I only don't. littering we have here are different aftermarket vape companies. <laughs> yeah, it's all vapes. like Shell casings and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe it and I, I because I agree with you. How how are we tracking this? Like, where you Is there a special recycling bin that you get a tax credit for dropping off your dildo? Yeah, and and I'm assuming if you want to make you know tens of thousands of pairs of these recyclable shoes, you're gonna need also, you're gonna need a million extra also, dildos like that have dildo, been recycled. I feel like dildo is like 90s. I don't I don't think like the the sexual wellness industry has been upended by female founders with technology technological advancements mm-hmm. that make the dildo seem a little archaic. But I'm not like how we can't say smoke a joint anymore. We have to say smoke a pre-rolled cannabis yes exactly exactly <laughs> maybe maybe i'm wrong i I'm, i would love to be wrong no i think dildo is a little bit of an antiquated phrase and, and I because think people reason, want to say sex toy and i think they sex used, worker tool exactly and i think they used dildo specifically for shock value because it is a term that is uh graying it's graying and I, I think that it's I call bullshit. On it. I also it call bullshit on that style of shoe. I wish it would go away. Mm-hmm. You guys aren't river walking. You don't need shoes with holes in them. So you've got a rubber dildo, uh-huh. and then you take it to a place, and then this dildo has to be identified as a dildo. Well, it's pretty clear what a dildo looks like. And then, and then cleaned. Probably just put through like a some sort of meltdown machine. You know, I'm imagining right. the way they put trees. Put it into a meltdown machine. You know how the trees, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Something like that, but melty. But you don't want to wash it before? I mean, I bet there's some sort of sanitary uh, mm-hmm. kind of steps taken. They give it a UV blast like, I'm like how guess, Trump does I'm gonna it I'm going to something COVID. a little more efficient. I don't think they throw it in the dishwasher like I do with my stuff, but I, I could be wrong. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them are dishwasher safe, which is nice. Oh, I'd like to learn more about that yeah, later. Yeah, that's on. cool. It's, it's like, I, don't, I mean, I use seventh generation all natural dish detergent oh you see more of like a you know chemical guy yeah oh yeah you mm-hmm. know my shit is very clinical you want bleach mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's like, like red white and blue packaging on my shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I found there's the, no pastel colors I found, the, I found the i had to go to ralph's to get the trump dishwasher solution there's yeah there's no drawing of of planet earth that's on smart. the shit that i'm doing actually maybe i need to return to toxic products Mm-hmm. I think they probably do a better job. Of course they do a better job, but for, at what I, cost? I feel like I paid $50 for my last bag of fucking, you know, pods for the dishwasher. You, you would do a better job uh, at the gym if you're seething with HGH and and steroids and creatine, but, you know. Let's take some steps to get away from these brands. You know, I mean, we're, we're over-branded. It's time to go back to what we know. Living off the land. Exactly. Tied. Foraging. Foraging tied. for your duck berries. Exactly. Yeah, tied. I do it myself. <laughs> yeah, Tide, if you want to link up. Anytime you want to link up, Tide, because I do. Because I, it's know. cold water wash summer. The problem is with my laundry, of course, I have to use the laundress, my favorite brand. 
You know them. They've collaborated with people like John Mayer. Fuck the laundress. That's the best. <laughs> it's the best. It is. It's pretty competitive price wise. It's for sissies, is what it is. That's, no, agreed. And I'm not denying that. But I would also angling for a collaboration. Clothes getting clean like a sissy. <laughs> yeah, there. It's. It feels like a hand wash, even though it's a machine. So I was um I was walking around my neighborhood on one of my nice earthing earthing journeys mm-hmm. as I do, and I and I see the a thing all the time of people posting up like missing pet signs, you uh-huh. know, and but over here in addition to the standard dog and cat, you'll get a turtle, you'll get a, a parakeet. So there's wow. So we're living. This is not just an urban jungle. This is a regular jungle. It is, and and you'll and you'll see the 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 lost signs on the on lamp posts and trees, and then you'll see it on you know on the next door app of, of course. And every time I see a post for um for like a lost bird, it it makes me wonder like it makes me jealous of having that much hope that the owner has. Like what, bro? Let me tell you something. <laughs> if a bird flies away, it ain't flying back. I'm, that's why I'm saying. What what does the owner expect to happen? Well, they're at a complete loss, Jason, because their best friend has left them. And I think that they're desperate for that <laughs> connection that a pet gives. And anything they can do, if it's printing out a few signs on their Hewlett Packard and posting <laughs> them up, what 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 more can you do? It's the, it's just like uh, resharing a link on your Instagram stories exactly. and wiping your hands clean. Yeah, it's it's. Well, you could also maybe. I mean, I'm sure that in this case, the bird does have a pretty popular Instagram account, so you could maybe post like a missing person style flyer on the grid. Um, and then you'll have an account that you can tag it with, uh-huh. and then okay, that's smart. But I, it, I, I was I was imagining myself being like in a park and being like, I just saw a JPEG <laughs> of like a of a cockatiel, like a bird, like a bird that you would see at Petco, just a generic. But you see him hanging out in a tree in your park while you're pulling your see, little yeah, kettlebell. There's a parakeet sitting on a tree in the park, and I'm like, oh, this this is a bird that. Loosely matches the description of one that I saw on my next door app post from four weeks ago. And then I'm going to go home and email this person mm-hmm. and say like, hey, I saw your parakeet at the park 45 minutes ago. <laughs> so I, I, I'm sure he's still there and I, you can just and I, also like you can't capture a bird i would rush over there well i think the idea is that if it's your bird the bird sees you you give it a whistle like a falconer and it yeah, flies you over your arm out her. and all of a sudden jimmy the parakeet fucking flaps on over and puts his claws in you i and it, it all it did was make me think of like as soon as my bird flies away i'm like that chapter of my life is done 100 i'm all i will not think about this ever again that bird said deuces and I have to go buy another bird if I want to have a bird in my life. You might as well have a pet cockroach and this be is, like, has anyone seen a cockroach? This is exactly <laughs> why pets are the downfall of our society. We're not going to talk. We're not going to do another one-on-one. I'm not. I'm just telling oh, no, you. That I know, this I know. Is, you're adding fuel to the fire as an owner. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's true. Um, you were just on the Dewey Dudes podcast. That's right. It was good. You did a good job. Hey, thank you. I had a good time with those guys. Unfortunately, I was... I didn't realize it was video, so I was heavily backlit from the Park MGM in Las Vegas. Mm. Um, but yeah, please go, please go check it out. Those guys are cool. My main takeaway from it, in it, aside from you doing a good job, was your your taking great pleasure in the phrase "holes and souls," <laughs> which is one that I somehow missed. I've missed it. Obviously, I missed it as well. And that's in reference to. 
typically YTPPL mm-hmm. and their showering mm-hmm. habits. <laughs> yes, yes. It's only ho- only cleaning and scrubbing all of your whole your holes. Yes. I guess it's just one or two holes, depending on. That's I mean, right. I'm not. Uh, Don't do that, Jason. I'm not hitting my mouth, nose, and ears with the with the loofah. Well, that's your mistake. But continue. And then only the bottom of the feet. Which what about if we're if we're hitting the bottom, you might as well hit the top and sides, is what I say. But I agree. But it's like having the Range Rover hand wash. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cost a little extra. Some people don't want to do it. Do we want to express or do, do we yeah, want to? We're only we're detail? only getting hand wash on the set. We ain't running it through the machine. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? But yeah, I'd never heard that before, and I would like to kind of start using it in my day to day life. Um, mm-hmm. But because I, it has a lot, um, it, it it's a chicken or egg thing for me because it's uh, not a phrase that I had heard until recently mm-hmm. after the rise of uh, pornography. Mm-hmm. Because it has a very pornographic feel to that sentence. But the problem is when I hear holes and souls, mm-hmm. I think about the soul of the <laughs> body, not what, the feet. Only if you hear the phrase and not read the phrase because the way yeah, soul is spelled. But when I hear it uttered, I'm like, how do we clean our souls? Hold the, yeah, okay. the Aesop ain't going to do that. You know what I mean? It's going to take a little more than that. And maybe that's something that God could kind of take care of. Bro, I'm so glad you said this because I've really been into this kind of stuff lately. <laughs> the mind and the body are connected in a lot of ways. I've, I keep, as it pertains to my, I keep my, hearing that my I little holes. treat the mind and body like church and state as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about maybe letting one trickle into the other, almost like a nice Arnold Palmer at the country club. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I got lemonade in here and I got some beautiful iced tea. You see the martini and sh- shaking and you're like, too much. It's too much. It's too much. I just need a little trickle, you know, mm-hmm. like a lava lamp. <laughs> Bloop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, holes and souls. <laughs> I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'll be thinking of some ways to use that in my day to day conversation if you could just wish me luck. Yeah, I mean, it's just, that's, those seems, uh, it seems like your, your pornographic search preferences or it's like i'm into i'm into holes and souls i'm just a normal guy kind of thing it definitely does sound like it's been repurposed from a a deviant sexual community Mm -hmm. um but that's what we do we steal from the rich and you know (laughs) repurpose chris are you have you gotten over the nasa photos yet i know that was big for you people are so stupid who gives a shit liking space is also as bad as pets it's crazy like who cares dude you're never gonna go there what's the who cares who cares <laughs> like it looks like a picture it looks like a fucking one of my microscope pictures of weed it don't look like shit it's who cares there there were i i do like that this is the first like we've gone so far up our own asses with the internet and social media that that space has become something that we make fun of now sort of collectively Whereas before, like in the 60s, it was like a, it would bring people together. It like brought society together. The fascination with getting to the moon. You Yeah, like NASA would send a thingy up to the space and we're like, damn, we can see like a, the, the, what the moon really we looks like. We beat Russia and China. That's the one time. And then somebody was like, hey, why don't we turn that camera around and take a picture of the Earth because we don't believe that we live on a round yeah. planet. Well, I still don't, but. And that's and then everyone the whole world was brought together by that image. My issue mainly is that's a classic thing where everyone is so mad at these billionaires for wanting to go to space and not giving that money to charity, mm-hmm. but then also want to jerk off to a picture of what the billionaire is trying to see IRL. Uh-huh. It's like you're all idiots. None of this matters. Like this absolutely doesn't matter. NASA clothing, like I see a NASA t shirt every day. 
Mm-hmm. What is the? What are you like? What is your life that bad? That you have to focus on planets. Yeah, space is where anxiety lives. Like I have, there could be nothing less interesting to me than a picture of stars that looks like a print of carpet at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's there, crazy. There, and there have been a lot of great memes about it. Of, yeah, for of, sure. Like they'll they'll show the, that high resolution image and with like the little microscopic line going down, yeah. and then it's just like uh, your your parents' kitchen <laughs> island black marble. <laughs> it's so funny, but it's also like Joe Biden just getting destroyed, and then he's like, "Yo, check, but check this shit out, fam. I got a picture of space." And 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 NASA saying over and over again. These images were previewed by Biden a day in advance before the public gets to see them, as if that's going to um, make any do any yeah. anything. It's more limited edition, like or it was approved by a non scientist. Maybe I think I think they, Biden just needed a W, he need, and they're he like, "So what did you do this w, week?" No, well, George. Like, he needed- uh, I tried to shake hands with uh, with literal air. Um, <laughs> I, I fell did the, off of something. I fell off of something. I did that thing on movies and TV shows, like that thing that happens on like Family Guy, where you're reading a teleprompter and you and you say the notes in between. It's like when Scott Disick posted the entire caption <laughs> yeah. that his agent sent him, like the time to post it. <laughs> that's that's why I love Sakara Life. Make sure to post at eight a.m. Monday morning and email Richard at. <laughs> At PRC, <laughs> oh, it's so good! It's so good. Yeah, I and, mean, that, and 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 Biden does all that stuff, and they're like, he needs a W, and now they're like, we showed Biden this picture of a bunch of dots twenty four hours before you did. Yeah, don't forget, he's very important. Is that is that like? Yeah, that's Biden's version of getting a screener. <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Little Women first. They sent me a DVD. Yeah. Oh, I saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies back in June, bro. You <laughs> oh, fucking... you just... Oh, no, I saw it at home. No, I didn't have to go uh, anywhere. Yeah, it's a link, and then I had to get my assistant to kind of put in a, a like a password. It'd be cool if, if from the Twitter POTUS account, it was him posting the image the day before, and it shows his name watermarked <laughs> across it in diagonal lines like a screener. <laughs> Official property of, MGM, of, of NASA MGM Pictures... Oh God, that's really funny. Yeah, the, the space—it's another pathetic thing that people like that makes absolutely no sense. And it's—it's it's just like it—it's to me, it's—it's it, it's in the same vein as liking like fantasy stuff, mm-hmm. where it's like I just don't hate my life enough to need to escape to mm-hmm. watch Game of Thrones. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I don't need to watch people kill each other with axes. And you should be grateful for like that. Like, it's 200 Privilege. years ago because life is pretty good and there's a lot of real stuff that's cool. Mm-hmm. More than enough cool stuff happening right now, right in front of you. I mean, I understand the fascination with the unknown. Sure, of sure, course. Sure, sure. But, uh, but enough to repost it on my story? No. No, 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 no. And, and also, yeah, and everyone's like, here's this picture from NASA. And they're like, yeah, we saw it when NASA posted it. Yeah. And it was like all over the news. Oh, and do stuff. you think NASA has less followers than you? Okay, well, that's interesting. Probably <laughs> probably not. Maybe some of you, you know. There is there is something noble about working towards something that you're never going to accomplish in your lifetime mm-hmm. so that the the future generation hundreds of years from now will then eventually be able to do something. Sure. That is cool and noble and and Well, selfless. it's also cool and noble because we will all be dead before 
We will all be dead. We ain't taking a. We, there ain't gonna be a roller coaster on Uranus that we're gonna be able to fucking <laughs> pay twenty dollars to skip the line to take. I'm starting to wonder how long this Earth is gonna work, though, because when I was, I remember when I was like a nihilistic twenty year old, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, bro, we got like four years tops. You know what I'm saying? I, and, a key, and, and and people have been saying that for hundreds or thousands of years. Don't now. ask Greta Thurberg about this. It's. <laughs> It's like you know you know when you fill a condom up with water? Yes. And you're like, this thing is still going? You like and and you're you're shocked and and amazed by how much it can hold before Incre- pro- popping? In- in- absolutely incredible visual here of you making <laughs> condom water balloons. Well, it doesn't have to be just water. It could th- be th- of course, piss, of course. <laughs> um so yeah, I I agree. It's kind of, and you know, I'm like how much how much can this old girl take? Before it crumbles, and I'm starting to believe. It's, it's look as long as as long as I die before it's over, I don't give a shit. Like, what am I going to do? But you don't want to die. You don't want. You think I'm going to stop taking private planes to save the Earth? You're wrong. No, no, no. But you you want to die before Earth dies? Sure. You don't want to see it. I don't. Die. Need to, I don't need to see it. I've seen HBO shows. Like I'm good. <laughs> like I'm. I don't know, man. Like I I'm all set. I, why do I need to be here for that? If I get 50 more, if I get 40 more years, I'm good. I've seen season two of Westworld. Yeah, I like I don't see. need to do that. And anybody that wants to see that is insane. <laughs> like it's just insane. I'm that's I've always wanted to see that. That's always been my logic. My what are you life. gonna do? What are you gonna do, dude? Be in here fucking working on one of Baragani's recipes while fucking the the flames start. No, going bro. Down I'm the gonna street? have the Burberry f- lawn chair on my roof. Okay. Couple, you know, six pack of Pacifico, six pack of lo-fi aperitif grapefruit hibiscus <laughs> spritzes, impossibly refreshing. Serve them over ice on a hot day because mm. the you know we are about to die in a in a furnace of flames. So you want to watch it almost like a like a Fourth of July parade in a small town. Bingo! I like that. I mean, because the, if the world is about to implode on itself forever, ending human life on this planet, I'd like to check that. I mean, it, it, you've got my attention, is what I'm saying. I'm. I'm I have no interest and I would like to be cremated and then my ashes spread throughout different locations in the East Village. <laughs> so you go ahead and handle that, bro. I hope you get some good footage for your YouTube channel. But I got I got the quarter I got the <laughs> the ladder protein scoop. <laughs> All right, look, that's on fourth and A. Fourth and B. Yeah, I want you to go to Abrasso with the ladder protein scoop, just spread some out. I'm gonna have to check the wind report. Make sure. Of course, you don't want one of those crazy things to happen like we see on the on our explore page. A, a fumble ruski with the urn. Oh no! <laughs> it's in it's in my mouth. You know, it's, it's, grow up. It's uh, seriously grow a pair. It's, That's not actual human remains. No, no, no. It's just ashes. It's like it's like you get you know you get a the same fun. ashes that you get at Destroyer on your potato salad. <laughs> You know, I have a few, you know, after I light a fire in my beautiful fireplace, I'll brush those off my Belgians. It's Bro, no big deal. Unless it's the ashes of a of an evil person, I don't want it. That's right. Yeah, I know. I know you're not. The only ashes you're looking for on eBay are Putin's, but he is still alive, and I, I hope that you one day can get those. I want Epstein's ashes on my uh, on, on my farmer's market roasted carrots with harissa. Oh, God, that sounds... I love kava. I've heard, they, I heard they're going to start offering that on their kind of Middle Eastern style menu. That's delicious. That's delicious. I, yeah, I've, I've just always thought that if humans are going to be on this earth for millions of years... Mm-hmm. Yeah, millions, not thousands. Mm-hmm. Catholic Catholic listeners... Why not see it end? I get we, it. I you know, get it. We we sat through Showgirls. 
We sat through Gone Girl. We sat through Elvis. Let's see how this thing ends. I see what you're saying. You're saying that like I watched three hours of Austin Butler pretending to be a musician directed by Baz Luhrmann. Mm -hmm. Why would I not spend that same amount of time watching our society crumble? Yeah, because it's the ultimate. That's um, a fair. That's a fair argument. And I think Drake should get involved with the sports betting angle. Oh, I like this. You know what I mean? Because when you're Stake.com, bang my line. Yes. I'm watching the Elvis movie and I'm like, we all know how Elvis, you know, Elvis is going to die. How is it going to happen? Is it it going to be him on the shitter? Is it going to be him, you know, waving goodbye from an airplane? Is it going to be poetic? Is it going to be whatever? Same thing with the earth. I'm, I'm going to bit. Problem is, Earth can't sing good. You know what I mean? So I'm a little bit, I'm a little less. The, the Earth doesn't shake its hips in the same way that mm-hmm. Elvis kind of. Did people bet money on the Y2K thing that, that the whole world was going to shut I would, down? I when, would guess so. When the clock ticks over? I, I mean, I'm, I think that betting was a little more complicated at the time, but I would imagine that, that true gambling addicts would have to do that. Mm-hmm. Also, a little um, update from the last episode. A uh, friend of the show, Drew, sent me a message saying there there are a lot of horses in the desert. Mm. You should think of Coachella, which is a polo ground. Great point. In one of the hottest places in America. That's a great point. That doesn't unfo- lousy with horses over there in the desert, that and we stand corrected with egg on our face. That yeah, but that doesn't change the fact that this guy sucked. You know what I mean? Uh, of course, of course. And and we should take away his right to own horses based on that outfit. <laughs> I, I, that's just that's kind of a legal thing. I don't want to get into it here, but you know what I mean. That's right. Um, lastly, rent in Manhattan five thousand dollars. Oh, got to pay the cost to be the boss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are you going to live in Fort Greene? What for forty five hundred? What do you think is going to happen? What's yeah, well, going? What's going to happen? Because the price, the the rent in L.A. The prices for at least buying a home are going down in L.A. Yeah, I think that. It's just like this is just what happens, dude. It just goes in a circle. It'll go down again. That's what happens. Because people, because what happened is everybody that said they were going to leave came back, and mm-hmm. the landlords were like, "Hey, dumbass, if you stayed, price going up." Like maybe someone we know here, you know, <laughs> pricing go up that much. You know what I mean? It's a little a light increase. So, is your New York apartment? Are you going to be locked in? I think I yeah 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 okay yeah I'm not I I don't think that like. I also think that there's a there's a world where if you can't afford five thousand dollars, I mean five thousand dollars a month is high, of course. But if you can't afford that, like, then you got to go somewhere else, right? Like, I just there's I think a it's lot like, of places you can live. You don't have to. Yeah, like I think it's like I think most people don't have to go anywhere for work, and if you do have mm-hmm. to be in an office, I hope they're paying you enough. And I think that the employers are going to feel some responsibility for that at a certain point. You should you shouldn't you shouldn't go to an expensive restaurant. And be shocked that the prices are high. Yeah, I, that's my whole thing. I'm like, I don't understand what you guys expect. Like, it's Manhattan. It's always been the most expensive thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now it's like hit a new record and it will just continue to hit new records and then go down. They hit a new, it's just, that's just what it is. I'm yeah. not an expert, but it just seems like that's how everything works. Yeah. It just goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. That's just, you know. I agree. I agree. But the, I mean, I guess, are there any, like, there's, there's always, is there, is there going to stop being a need for these cities that artistic, no people you know because because like every like it used to be like you could live in silver lake for cheap as an artist you can live downtown cheap for an artist you can live in san francisco for cheap as an artist yeah you know the lower east side downtown there's always like places where hey i can't afford to live in beverly hills so i'm gonna live in k-town because it's cheaper 
That's crazy. But, but now, I, but now, like at, at a certain point, will there be will there be no mm-hmm. place? I mean, kind of. Well, I think that there's always. First of all, there's always going to be rich people, and until there's a full generation of young people that don't think that New York or LA are important, which mm. I find that hard to imagine. Mm. That's the only thing that will truly end it. Like, even if you come here for six months and you can't afford it, you do it because you've like thought about this and you think you need to live there when you're 21 or whatever. Mm-hmm. That if that if TikTok like ruins New York and LA, mm-hmm. like if it's like that is the only way I see it. I just don't see. There's always going to be kids whose parents are going to send them to NYU. Mm-hmm. There's always kids who are going to go to UCLA and they're going to make money and they're going to live in the big city and they're going to have a Bentley truck. It's just what it is. But if those people become such a minority that they're isolated and then the like if there is a rising of the middle class, like if if Austin and Denver and Omaha, all these places become so populated and powerful and they create their own subcultures, is there a chance that it's gonna take that so- LA and New York will be like, oh, you guys are like the people that like paid for bottle service table, like oh, that's not maybe. Cool. I mean, it's gonna take. It would take a long time. It, it, like when you see someone driving a Maserati and they're like, "Hey, check at me," and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's not that cool, no, bro." Guy. It's gonna take too long because the best of everything is in these places. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you can go to Austin have good barbecue, but you're surrounded by ugly people that are Republicans. Know. You know what I mean? So it's like you can go to Manhattan and have a great dinner surrounded by hotties. It's tough to replicate. How bro. many years until Austin is full of? Sexy Democrats. I don't fuckable think, sexy Democrats. I don't think people will stay there. I think it's too I think it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think people actually want to be there. Maybe we th- need a classist system. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> but I think that's what happens with these cities. I think everybody moves there and it's not ready and the infrastructure can't handle it. And then it's kind of bad for everybody. The, the people who lived there before, the people who moved in, mm-hmm. the corporations. It's just too many problems. Like you can't flush your toilet. The sewer's fucked. The heat's crazy. Like I'm hurting. Bad. Outdoor voices is hurting. Bro, if, if you got to start a CBD rub for your knees, <laughs> it's tough, bro. <laughs> it's tough. Shout out to Weed Sport. Love you guys. Shout out to the goat. But yeah, I mean, I do think that that's what happened. I mean, you look at Austin's a great example of like, mm-hmm. it all happened and now everybody's like, this sucks. Like, we have to leave. We still need us in LA and New York. To punch down at those people. I don't even think it's about punching down. Like Those places are fine, but it's just like, that's choosing. A, you think you're part of something. Mm-hmm. That it, You think you're going to be part of this new revolution of people that move to a non-major city and your rent is cheap, but what at what cost? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I, like everybody here sucks or they're just <laughs> transplants that I don't, like, I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's cultureless. You know what I mean? Like New York and LA have hundreds of years of history. And that's why people are attracted to this. It's not just like, it's cheap, bro. I don't want things to be cheap. Like that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. If things are cheap, then like, <laughs> then everybody can do it. The point is it, it like encourages you to be successful and try harder. So you can be a part of something bigger than yourself. Mm. You know, Mm-mm-mm. words to live by words to grow on. I love growing. Um, how long gone? You already know the fucking vibes. Thanks, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. We got some podcasts this week. I'm just checking. Okay, yeah. Do, good- oh, we do have some podcasts. Uh, should we talk about next month when we're going to 
holiday? Yeah, we are going to be taking a little holiday against my wishes. Um, obviously, I would be podcasting from Lake Como in the pool Ooh, if I could. This coming week is going to be a good. This coming week. I'm not going to say who because there's always it's jinxed. We have, we, have, we have a lot of podcasts and we're going to take a, a little bit of, of a break in August. But then Jason and I will be re- reuniting in Tuscany for our classic mm-hmm. aperitivo pod. Um, yeah, the la- from the villa one year ago or last summer we did the same thing where we recorded one big daddy episode where I filled Chris in on all of my uh, escapades mm-hmm. Italiano escapades and that ended up being one of the most downloaded episodes of all time that we've ever done of just complaining about uh, European dream vacations <laughs> no problem I hate them uh, <laughs> but yeah and then but we got a few we got a few good things in August before we head out and then end of August is is really coming together, I gotta say. We got some heavy fucking hitters when we get back from holiday to kind of get us into fall. Damn. Also in some personal news. Oh. Very exciting. A uh a big uh profile on my fearless leader at J. Crew. It comes out in uh in print in GQ on Tuesday. Okay. And I got a leak of it yesterday. Not okay. a leak, but my friend Alex um I was like, bro, you're working on this, right? And I'm like, what? Send me all. I need to see this right now. He's like, all right, bro, chill. And like took six pictures of the whole spread. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Sam Shuby wrote the story about about Brendan and the new J Crew that launches in the fall. So I'm very mm-hmm. excited for people to. It's the first time people are going to like see the clothes and stuff. Shuby. Which we've been working on for, for a while. So I'm very excited. I, I, I haven't even seen these clothes yet. I haven't even shown Jason a shot from the showroom. It's crazy. I do love J Crew because of their um, commitment to tall sizing. That's right. Hopefully that doesn't go by the wayside. It would never. As J Crew 2.0 emerges. No, no, from no. The we, would never, we would never do that. And I've kind of made that. A mandate, you know, with my position. Because big fella needs shirt too. I've ran it all the way up the flagpole. This is something to see everywhere. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to How Long Gone. Uh, we'll be back next week. We appreciate all of you. Uh, Jaw Rastafari. Exactly. We'll see you soon.